and you get in one of the cars and then they dance so then your car just kind of flings around the the middle area it's very it's a strange ride Welcome to Dunstan Checks, man. This is the show where we watch the film, the 1996 ape movie, Dunstan Checks In, one minute at a time. And for every minute of the film, we choose a movie that pairs well with it, like a fine wine. Uh, Andrew, it was, your name is Andrew, first of all. Yeah. My name is Emily. There we go. Um, it was your pick for the pairing today. Yes. What movie did you select to pair with minute two of Dunstan Checks In? I chose the 1960 Jerry Lewis film, the bellboy the bellboy had you seen this film before picking it yes okay and you still said this is something i will make my my friend watch well this is still some this was still a task i will saddle yeah someone i theoretically care about with for minute two yeah uh yes we'll, we'll get into why in a minute but i will say i thought you'd appreciate it's very short runtime i'd it didn't feel short. I, I know intellectually <laughs> that it was short. It did not feel short. I to, to spoil this podcast episode, I did not care for the film The Bellboy. That's fine. Um, yeah. That's fine. Uh, so this minute uh, starts with the credit for Rupert Everett. Rupert Everett. And uh, coffee is being poured yes. behind his credit. Oh, it's being made and then poured. We see the beans. We see some beans. And then we see the, the hot liquid in, going into the cup. Yes. <laughs> Are you okay? When you talk, look. When you talk about coffee, don't you just say the hot liquid is poured into the cup? Yeah, okay, good. It's a totally normal thing to say. Then we get the Glenn Shaddix credit. Yeah. Uh, His juice man. <laughs> <laughs> His credit. I've is- got like a lot of sun. I'm gonna try and close this. Okay. Um, his that means credit you have to talk. is over um, juice being poured. Juices of many kinds. We see orange juice. We see uh, some kind of red. We've got orange juice, red juice, and apple juice. Yeah, I was going to ask if you thought that was cranberry. Could be. Could be a cranberry situation. Or mango. No, mango's not red. What if it was in this universe? <laughs> so you're positing that in the Denson Checks In universe, yeah. mangoes are like blood red. Yeah. And thus is <laughs> thus their juice is also. Yeah. Yeah, I buy it. It's mango juice. <laughs> uh, and then we get uh, the credit for Paul Rubens is and Paul Rubens. And Paul Rubens. Uh, is that a thing? Do you know if that's a thing? I don't. So I, I think that's a thing. It could be. You give you give a, a an and credit. An and credit for it someone something. who's not a main character. Yeah. And not even, but not Faye but not Dunaway. A, but not a one scener. Yeah. But someone who is a little famous. Yeah. And that's Paul Pee-wee Rubens. <laughs> Herman. The last... Yeah, Paul, and then in parentheses Pee-wee, uh-huh. and then Rubens, and then in parentheses Herman. <laughs> yes, in parentheses. Not even quotation marks, but parentheses. Yeah. Very good. Exactly. Um, his, his credit is on top of newspapers. Yeah. The first one that we see is the Australian. The Australian. The second one is the Australian Times. for news. <laughs> Very good. Like the beer. <laughs> the Times. The Times. Yeah. Which you when you 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 noted. No, not not a city, just the Times. Not well, the New York Times. Not the L.A. Times. Well, is it the original Times? Is that what is the Times a British institution? Because I didn't notice the there London was London Times. There was a pound. They just call it the Times. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, then there is a a uh, newspaper with writing that is uh, in the style of uh, is it called kanji the the characters that are kanji is Japanese okay I don't know if this paper was Japanese it it could have it, it was in that style though yeah that script yeah I I don't know how to properly say it I don't I don't know if kanji is 
more broadly means a, a non-Western alphabet. I thought, that just meant, I thought that meant those characters, because the way that those characters work, isn't it that they're more, they're, they're not like letters, they're evocative of yeah. something. But I think that is specifically for Japanese. Oh, okay. I don't know if this paper was Japanese. Oh, I do not know either. And then the last thing was the courier mail. Yes. Which, it's American? A, yeah, well, it's about, it's the in-game um, uh, no, newspaper for me. Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it to me. <laughs> I knew you had to do it to me. Yeah, you know I had to do it to you. Uh, then the next credit that we get is uh, a three a three credit. Threeper. Uh, while, they're, while breakfasts are being prepared. I will tell you, this minute made me real hungry for breakfast. <laughs> I could really go for a breakfast upon now, watching this. Do you think the three breakfasts that we saw being prepared behind these names... They weren't good breakfasts either. Can I get that out there as well? I e- don't think the Majestic does a good job with their breakfast. But I think these are supposed to... Each one is supposed to be one of those choices that off the menu. we saw the menu, yeah. Yeah. I so someone that. chose the hot cereal or the cold cereal to yeah. go with their whatever and the cereal whatever. did look good it was the only one of the few things that did look good the cereal had strawberries in it which i appreciate i'm gonna tell you a thing that i don't like um and it's not just hotels it's, hospitals do this too <laughs> when they put the cover on the food yeah you don't like that mm, i hate that why because a lot of times they do do that in this minute for the record yeah a lot of times what you'll get is the condensation the heat oh it makes it all mushy yeah it mushifies I don't I, think I've ever been served food with a cover like this. That that yeah. is the classic image of like a fancy meal in a hotel. Yeah, you take the lid off and the steam comes yeah. out. Yeah. I th- I think if you deliver it fast enough you won't have that problem. Yeah. But I don't know if I can trust. You know where I where I else have that problem? Hmm. Is um Raisin Cane's, an establishment that is dear to my heart that I love that I actually haven't had in a while and I think I do need to fix that. Um but their to-go containers mm-hmm. are so thick mm. and well made. That it really traps the steam in there to the point where you will get a little bit of fry sog. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. I uh, That's, I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it stays hot, which is good. Mm-hmm. They're good for that, but uh, the three well, actors, a little sog there. Yes. <laughs> the three actors credited are Graham Sack, Nathan Davis, and Steve Gilborn. Do you think Steve Buscemi would fit well in this film? Yes. Me too. But where? Maybe or, Paul Rubens has a friend. Maybe uh, yeah. they're a duo. Do you recall? Wasn't he? Didn't he play a role like this in Barton Fink? Who can say? I thought he worked. He worked a hotel desk in. Barton I think he Fink. was actually. He was like a, a bellboy in Barton Fink. Because yeah. I do recall an image of him walking down a stairs behind a Ooh, desk. Actually, I think that might be Miller's Crossing. Is that Miller's Crossing? It might be Miller's Crossing. I knew it was a Cohen. Yeah. I just couldn't recall. I think it might be Miller's Crossing. I couldn't recall which one. Oh, no. The podcast is canceled. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, no. I'm just going to mute Andrew's oh, microphone. Bye. And it's just going to be a solo Emily affair now because Andrew has lost his permission to broadcast, but I'm also already sick of, uh, what's the word? I can't ask you because I have your tr- mic turned off. The word vamping, I think, is the word I was looking for for when you have to try on your own. I'm going to turn Andrew's mic back up so that I can have some help, please. Are you calling me back? Oh, I have to kick you right back <laughs> off the podcast. Wow. Um, the people okay. can still hear me on your mic if I talk loud enough. So you probably can't hear Andrew, but he's he's quiet I will not be as he should be. This move, the bellboy sucks, and the minute is fine. We'll see you next week. I will talk about the bellboy. Okay, you're back on. Okay. Here's the thing. Breakfast spin. No, casting. We see the the casting directors. Do you have any feelings on whether or not this is a good breakfast? 
I, uh, the egg looked good to me, and that was about it. No, the egg looked fake. It looked like a fake egg. I, I, I sometimes I want to eat a fake oh, egg. No. Sometimes um, I look at a fake egg and I go, this egg's perfect. No, I like Why my, can't real eggs look like this? I like my eggs to look messy and fucked up. And I don't. Mm. And when they look too clean, I don't like it. I like a good runny yolk. I want it to run all over the place. Mm. Um, the bacon here was mm. distressing to me, and I'll tell you why. It's because it was brown. Now there are two colors that I like to see in bacon, and they are red or black. Oh, okay. This was this was a this bacon looked looked brown in a way that I didn't care for. Mm. Do you do you have thoughts on thick versus thin cut of bacon? Well, that yeah. So. This was framed recently in a Discord that I'm in. Okay. Um, Discord for the podcast, Ghost Puncher Core, which y'all should listen to because it's a great podcast. Uh huh. Um, the question was posed: Do you like the way they posed it? Actually, oh, there's was, so much. There's so much leading up to this. Do you like your bacon chewy or bad? Okay. So framing the argument in a certain way. Mm. I like my bacon crispy. Yeah. Uh, and I think chewy, as as, as was put here mm. that can only work with a thick cut of bacon yeah yeah i've had a crispy thick cut but you gotta cook it a long time you really do yeah um yeah i like a crispy bacon yep this I is like a them. crispy bacon podcast I like it thin I like sorry it crispy. eve excuse me eve was the one advocating for chewy bacon oh, for god's sake um the casting was done by linda oh i can't read my writing lord lori lowey and john Brace or Bruce. <laughs> Boy, my note taking really took a nosedive between m- m- movies. That's like when I make up names, is what the, the voice you were doing there. Um, then the breakfast spins. Yeah. Now, I, this is an interesting visual choice, don't you think? Because mm-hmm. I'd say most of the cuts and the and the shots up to this point have been fairly fairly standard. They're either yeah. uh, 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 stationary, mm-hmm. and everything's getting put into frame or pulled out of frame, or yeah. it's just uh, kind of shifting left or right. Uh, a panning or whatever right? yeah uh here it's i and i believe it's the camera that spins yeah not the actual breakfast not the actual breakfast yeah and i don't know if that's supposed to evoke some feeling i think it's just a little bit of a stylish twisty i just don't like it though you ever do a stylish twisty yeah i kind of like it I, I don't like it here because i think it's a nice little bit of flair to my mind what they should i mean to, visually the cart that the breakfast is on should then travel Mm-hmm. The idea of it spinning is well. Now you've got a mess on your hands. But we know that it's just the camera that's spinning. Well, now we got a mess on our hands. We don't have a mess though. But we're the mess. That's okay. the thing. Um, then we get um, uh, so, uh, we see someone putting on the big jacket. You had to get the big jacket. <laughs> the big jacket for uh, for working mm-hmm. there, yeah. like a work jacket. It's hard to describe yeah. sometimes words. Yeah, it's like a big fancy jacket. Yeah, for working at the majestic. There you go. <laughs> you just you said it. Um, and then we we get some close ups on the different tags. Mm-hmm. Now they're not name tags. No, they just say your title. And there's also one that I will say is pretty poorly framed because we see the the bellman tag. Yes. Then the second tab is tag says housekeeper, mm-hmm. but there's a credit obscuring most of the word housekeeper. I, I would almost say that it says housekeeping. Perhaps. Instead of keeper. I wouldn't know because it's obscured it, it's by so a credit. It's so obscured, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the third one's concierge. Yeah. Uh, and these are all very stylized. They mm-hmm. look like almost like sheriff's badges. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But just very shiny. Yeah. And it says the title. It's got and, an M on it for and Majestic. I, and I will say, uh, I, 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 you, okay, you just called it an M. 
Yeah. I believe. Oh God, what's gonna happen? It's here? an M and an H transposed. What? There's a line through the M no. to indicate the H for hotel. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's part of their logo. I don't like that. <laughs> uh. But yes, Bellman is why I chose the Bellboy to be our film sure. for this minute. And do, would you like to talk about that film now? Yeah. It sucks. So it's like a 72-minute black and white film from 1960 when yeah. they didn't have to do it in black and white. They did it like that so they could make it quick. Okay. Jerry Lewis was like making another movie for that studio. Yeah. And it was taking too long. So they said, can you give us something that we can put out quick? Yeah. And he said, all right. Yeah, that sounds right for and how this, this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it is a strange film. Yeah, it's a bad film. <laughs> I think parts of it are funny. No, I Do disagree. Do you not like Jerry Lewis in general? I don't think I had seen a Jerry Lewis until yesterday. Uh-huh. And I don't like Jerry, I mean, I've, I've never liked him as a person because yeah. he's been kind of, uh, his, like, one of the things he's most known for is being a misogynist, but, yeah. um... I, I can now say that I don't like him as a performer either because this is just, I don't know, it's it's just it's just him screwing around for 72 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's him sort of, I don't know, I think maybe part of it is, is me being a younger person. Like, if I want to watch someone make silly faces, I'll watch a Jim Carrey movie. That That's more my style. It's more my genre of silly faces because that seems to be all he really has going for him in this whole th- film is yeah. silly faces. Yeah. And I don't think they're good silly faces. Um, he also like, he play he plays a dual role in this film. He yes. plays the bellboy and he plays himself. Yes. And when he's playing himself, there is, he's, there doesn't seem to be, you know, when you see a celebrity playing themselves, you kind of want them to be a little self-deprecating. Yeah. Which he is not in this movie. No. Like, in this movie, he plays himself, Jerry Lewis, the big action, the big action, the big movie star that everyone loves and is very cool and he's a very good person. Yes, thank mm. you. Well, not even that. I, I feel like there's an element also to his performance where he's bothered by every single person. Yes. <laughs> which is, it, I was like, oh, this feels too real. This is yeah. too, I feel like he didn't understand what was going on in this moment. Yeah. Um, But the... I I just always remember the 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 way that this the movie starts after after there's the weird bit where the studio executive tells you you're about yeah, well, to watch a movie. Let's talk about the, the weird bit with the studio executive as well. <laughs> yeah, the movie is introduced by a studio executive. Mm-hmm. He says, "Listen, this movie's a little weird. There's no plot, but it's so funny." And then he just sort of uh, loses himself in hysterics. And then he says, "Play the film. Play the film." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say that the maybe the one part of this movie that I did enjoy is like uh, as a sort of visual aid. At one point, he goes and he says, "Now we could." Make make a romance movie and like, he has like this weird placard that's just like two generic human figures about to kiss mm. and then he pulls it down there's like a, there's another one for like a monster movie that, that I, I kind of like those I like the idea of someone being commissioned to make those weird placards yeah um, that was about all the enjoyment I got out of the bellboy unfortunately um, but after that when we it, it moves into the hotel yeah and um, there's like a narrator mm-hmm. who's like uh uh normally we'd call these men but they're the bellboys yeah and i like that in dunstan checks in it is a bellman it's a bellman yeah (laughs) it's just (laughs) that's a choice that they made yeah because bellboy is a it's like a a term there's a term uh i guess he was a lobby boy in grand budapest hotel yes yeah yeah (laughs) just bellman yeah uh, I bellboy, I think, is what people are used to. It's the same. It's like a weird old term, like bat boy. Sure. It's just like, what is this? What are we doing? 
Um, but yeah, it's a quick film at least. Huh? It's a quick film. At least, at least I gave you that. And it does thematically pair with this minute. Yeah, it's yeah. it's all set at a hotel mm-hmm. uh, where Stanley the bellboy kind of wreaks havoc. Yeah. Um, I do like the scene where he puts up the chairs real quick. I if I, I if I had to pick one that was good, I would pick that one. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, that's um, a really good bit. Uh, yeah, there's. But it's also I don't know, like the whole movie is like. There's a, Stanley the Bellman, the bellboy, excuse me, <laughs> doesn't talk for most of the film. Yeah. And then he has a scene at the end where he's like, yeah, I can talk, I can talk this whole time. But it's not like, it's not like I felt the need for him to talk earlier. There's no, there's no sense of payoff when he finally talks. Yeah. It's just sort of, yeah. Doesn't they say something like nobody thought to ask me or something? Yeah. Yeah. Which know. is also not true because there are several points when someone asks him direct questions and he doesn't answer. Yeah, he either. I thought you'd like the part where he like saves dogs from a racetrack. I forgot about that until I watched it the second time. That part was so weirdly <laughs> framed that I, I think my I think my eyes just sort of fuzzed over. Okay. Like I remember just before that moment and just after, mm. but it was so like I don't know, it was so poorly telegraphed and explained that story beat. Yeah. That I I don't think it. I well, just, you're saying you're saying story beat like there is a story within it, within like the like I would say this is this is like a hundred not a hundred but like it's many two to three minute stories yes and within that those two to three minutes it was so poorly explained yeah like uh, god i hate that movie <laughs> and i hate jerry lewis and it's very it's fucking funny to me are you listening to jerry lewis i want jerry lewis to hear this he's dead did he die we finally got him he died i think last year oh good if not two years ago uh, i don't know maybe good's a bit strong sorry to the estate of jerry lewis but um he did those drives. His big thing was that uh, women aren't funny. And like, I got to say, watching this movie, <laughs> that that's fucking big talk coming from you, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. You're going to tell me who's not funny. Uh, so, yeah, that's I mean, that's that's really the, the only reason why I chose it is because Bellman is written on their title. And yeah. this bellboy is usually what I think most people are used to. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of a fun turn of phrase thing. Yeah. Uh, we get the credit for the music composer. Here's who you can blame my for the shitty music. Yeah, my I enemy. I say I don't think I love this music. I just think it's it's fun. Like it? No, no. no. You, you wouldn't even admit that it's fun because that's what they're going for. Mm. And I think they're fail. I I, I I think it's just so. It's uh, I hate it so much. It's just. Do you think it needed a little bit more of the pizza delivery music from Spider Man Two? Yes. Okay. Good. I yeah. think this this kind of music is just so aggressively bland and nothing. Um, that it's just like this music just stinks of like we can't have silence so we, we're going to go with the cheapest possible alternative to silence um, but the music composer for this film is Miles Goodman hopefully not related to John yeah <laughs> hopefully Miles Goodman you can fuck off that's what <laughs> I say I'm starting feuds today good feud lord feud number one the estate of Jerry Lewis feud number two Miles Goodman and when I pick a fight with the estate of Jerry Lewis do you know like the entire nation of France is gonna come after me see I think that's the kind of thing that he hated though what that bit that France loved him I don't think it's a bit I think it's a real thing well regardless <laughs> Uh, and if he hates it, good. Mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna propagate that bit then. Uh, then there's there's a whole sequence here where shoes are cleaned, uh, other parts of the hotel are cleaned, but we see mm-hmm. shoes get shined yeah. and then placed in front of the room. Yeah. Um, where that Lyle be Lyle 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 Lyle. Excuse me. Take two. Where they're liable to be stolen. Much like in the episode of Gilmore Girls, except it was dogs in that one. What? 
Do you recall when Lorelai's doing the soft opening? Was that an eye roll? <laughs> you <laughs> no. just didn't want to talk about Gilmore Girls right now? No, it okay. genuinely wasn't. I genuinely don't know, don't remember this. Um, in the soft opening for the Dragonfly Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, what if? <laughs> come on, let me get through this. Let me get this out of my system. <laughs> okay, Cal. Uh, then I'll do my <laughs> my prepare yourself for a truly stupid goof. Good. Uh, it was a soft opening of the Dragonfly Inn, and so the whole town was invited. Taylor was, uh, uh, he read a, off a list of amenities available, shoe, shoe shine. Mm. So he left his shoes outside of his room. Mm. Uh, then it, that one of them has been chewed up by a dog, which... Um, one of Michelle's dogs? One of Michelle's dogs that he was not supposed to bring. Yeah. Uh, and when uh, Taylor confronts Lorelai with this, Lorelai confronts Michelle with the fact that she did not know that they were offering shoe shine services. Yeah. And he, I think his defense was like, I had to fill out the card. Like the card needed <laughs> yeah. more words. Yeah. And I had to put more words. Yeah. So she had to buy Taylor new shoes. Mm. What's um, your joke? <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. Get ready for this one, everyone. Uh, what if it was like a running thing in later seasons of Gilmore Girls that instead of calling it the Dragonfly Inn, she called it the Dragon Ball Inn, and the whole inn was 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 Goku themed? Uh, this is me tendering my resignation for this podcast. It's been a good run. <laughs> All right, I'll turn your volume down. You have left voluntarily right, this goodbye. time. So, um. I just think it would be a really funny recurring bit. Like it would have to be part of the show that Lorelai got really into Dragon Ball Z and was like trying to honor that with her in. So, you know, how do you make a Dragon Ball Z themed in? These are some questions that Lorelai would need to find the answer to that I don't have. Um, perhaps you could sort of dress it up. Oh, there's no, we have a knock at the door. Um, hello, who is it? Hey, I just, yeah, I wanted to apologize. Uh, oh, thank you. I shouldn't have resigned. <laughs> Because uh, as soon as I left, I immediately thought, um, I think uh, Richard Gilmore would have really been into Dragon Balls, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, all the all the different Dragon Ball shows. Yeah, you think he would have been a big uh, fan of the franchise? He'd try, he'd try and he'd watch it, trying to stay hip for the youth, and then he'd get into it, and then he'd get into it, and he get into and it. And Emily would not understand. No, certainly not. Uh, Emily Gilmore would be appalled. Yeah. <laughs> and he would. Uh, it would be Lorelai would yeah. be the one that he would bond with over it. Yeah. <laughs> would anyone who in Star, who in Gilmore Girls because I don't want to limit it to just the residents of Stars All who on Gilmore Girls would be assuming okay so here's it you're is. not gonna like my answer <laughs> go ahead I don't think you know my question okay what do you think my question is gonna be who would watch Dragon Ball no okay in a reality where so okay so the one lock we've got the the the, the um the shifting point of this universe and the canon Gilmore Girls, Girls universe uh-huh. is Lorelai getting so into Dragon Ball Z that she calls it the Dragon Ball and themes the whole end after that. Yeah. So in in a world where Dragon Ball fever has swept Stars Hollow mm-hmm. and just the people in the sort of orbiting lives of Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah. Um. So presumably, I'm going to say like a, a good half of them are into the show just by definition of this change in the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of those half. Who do you think would most likely cosplay a Dragon Ball Z character at some point in the name of their fandom? Okay, well, that's a totally different answer. <laughs> yeah. Is what I'm going to say. Thank you. Because I think there's a super obvious one. Um, is it the super obvious one, Kirk? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Any, I mean, anything the super but obvious I think one it's, is I think it's obvious that... I, I think there, an argument could be made that Kirk has cosplayed a Dragon Ball Z character <laughs> in the prime Gilmore Girls universe. Yeah. 
so I guess what I'm saying, I I, I can see Lorelai having like a fun party where mm. she dresses up as 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 I a almost, Bulma or a Chi-Chi. I can almost see Rory doing that more than Lorelai. I could see that as well. Yeah. yeah, I think she's into costume parties. I just want to know how much do we have to shift the universe mm. before I can see Richard Gilmore in a Goku wig? <laughs> An orange key. Ooh, that's uh, that's a big one though. Yeah, that's a big shift. Do you ever think about how Krillin and Goku wear the same outfit, except that Goku's more modest because he wears an undershirt and Krillin doesn't, and he ha- and Goku has more muscles to show off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I haven't thought about Dragon Ball in a long time, <laughs> but yeah, okay. there are some obvious things like that. Okay. All right, where are we? The shoes are out. <laughs> Apologies to the listener for that big Dragon Ball Z slash Gilmore Girls diversion. That was for all of two people. Yeah, who was that for? The thing was, it was for all of two people, and their names were Andrew and Emily. They're in the room, yeah. Yeah. Um, The shoes are out, and then the last credit that we get is they're they're like dusting light fixtures in the elevator. I do like we see just a hint of the majestic logo in the in the top down lamp. Oh sure, it's 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 very subtle, and I enjoy that. Mm. Uh, the last uh, the credit we get is for the director of photography, who is Peter Collister. Peter Collister, calling all your stirs because his name is Peter. I guess. <laughs> I guess that's how that works. Sorry. Um, so that's it for minute two. Yeah. Uh, shall you reveal your film that is to be paired with minute three of Dunstan Checks In? Well, let me just say, when I revealed my minute three choice to Andrew, uh-huh. do you recall your response? Was this the one that I went, whoa? It was one word you just said, wow. Yeah. <laughs> when I chose this movie, I got a wow uh-huh. from Andrew. This was one that we, we we said was probably going to come up at some point. There's previously. a few that I think we're ready to just fire off as soon as our eyes catch a glimmer of something that we can yeah. connect it to. And I pulled the trigger on this one. Yeah. For it is a little movie starring Fran Drescher and Timothy Dalton <laughs> called The Beautician and the Beast. Yeah. Plugs? Uh, yeah, uh, you can find another show that I do uh, uh, called Nothing New, a remake podcast. Uh, uh, it's out there. It's on the Internet. Go check it out. Every month, Justin Kuzon and I talk about a remake in the film that it was based on or inspired by. Do you think the Doughboys should do a segment called Nothing Chew? Yes. Um, and that's when a, when a product that has been discontinued <laughs> comes back and they try it out. Oh, I like that. Or if they change, they specifically change the formula mm. and they're able to get pre-formula change and post-formula change that's good i like that um Dough boys if you're listening <laughs> yeah please do that um there <laughs> good lord you completely took me off the track <laughs> sorry i'm that's so what sorry just happened uh i think by the time this comes out the most recent episode of nothing new that you'll be able to hear uh will be about papillon Papillon busted free, <laughs> there you but go. it took him till he That's was sixty-three. Um, you nobody can, cared about uh, the goddamn hear our thoughts inquiry. On the 2018 version of Papillon. That's a new movie. Yeah, I keep seeing that like in apps <laughs> when I'm looking at showtimes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why are they screening the old Stephen Queen movie? No, it's the the old one is has been remade. I did not know that. Uh, so the original is Stephen Queen, right? I didn't mess that up. I think so okay. i full just i haven't watched it yet okay uh but go go ahead and check that out um you can also find me on another show called um it's on my list uh which is myself and uh, about five other friends gathered to talk about films that you got cheryl yeah you got 
Elisa. Yeah. You've got other people I don't recall off we the got, top of my head. And Joe, Brock, and Bethany. Okay. I, have I met any of them personally? Uh, I think you met Brock. Okay. I'm pretty sure you have not met Bethany. Okay. And I'm pretty sure you met Joe. Okay. So um, we talk about movies that people say you should see. They say, oh, it's this is a big movie or like this is, you know. I've got, I've got Steve McQueen confirmation, by the way. Very good. And Dustin Hoffman, right? Yep. Dunstan Hoffman. Yes. Dunstan checks into Hoffman because it's his last name. But every night he says, I got to check into my last name or it won't be my last name anymore. Or or Dunstan checks into Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, that's where he has gay sex with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. 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 I'll... How else do you check into another human being? Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. If the being John Malkovich style? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Do, does that not count as sex? Mm. <laughs> well, that'll have to wait until one of the minutes remind us of being John Malkovich. We can talk about that. Yeah, if you're a virgin and then you go inside John Malkovich's head, you're no longer a virgin. Yeah, some would say. <laughs> People have different ideas about what virginity is. Uh, anyway, it's on my list. It's it's a new show. Go check it out, please. Uh, it's on Apple Podcasts and all the rest. Uh, and then, More like... Uh... Oh, dear. <laughs> More like who's this? More like crapple podcast. podcast. There it is. Uh, and then you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at podcaster Andrew. And uh, and uh, you go now. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter and Twitter. Uh, very cool, Emily. That's my username on everything, including Twitch, where I now stream video games. You can see me play as the character Crumb Lord in Fallout New Vegas. Excuse That's me. Twitch.tv slash very cool Emily. And the same on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I have another podcast with Justin Kizon. It ended. What? <laughs> I don't know when we're going to start the Godzilla podcast. So we may be doing oh, you that. You just revealed it, though. Currently. I did reveal it on the last episode oh, okay, as well. Um, we will soon, soon or now, we will have a Godzilla podcast that you can listen to. You can also listen to our final episode of Benview on Spielberg, our previous show. It is about Amblin, and that's on Benview Network. Uh, rate and review I'm, us on Apple iTunes. I was um, trying to find our I because I haven't memorized our Twitter and everything yet. So you do that while I talk about uh, review us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcast. And in the you know what, write a review of the Bellboy, especially if you don't watch it. Very good. Because I don't expect everyone to watch the movies. No. Especially if you don't watch it. Just based on what we said about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Majestic Hotel NY mm-hmm. and on Instagram at Dunstan Checks Min, M I N. And you can email us Dunstan Checks Min at gmail.com. And we also have uh, a Patreon. Patreon busted free. So go find that Dunstan Checks Min on Patreon. Yeah, and a portion of our proceeds from the Patreon do go to uh, a, a, an orangutan rescue that we have not decided yet. Yeah, a to be decided yeah. uh, rescue for an orangutan. Uh, so this. This has been Minute 2 of Dunstan Checks Men, and we'll be checking out. Do you like wrestling? Well... I'm here to tell you about Massive Buds Wrestling Show. 
I'm Brendan Creasy, and you may know me from podcasts such as Radio Brendo Man, Popsicles, and MBWS in its former names. But we're still here, and now we're Massive Buds Wrestling Show. My friend Keith Gomez and I talk about the latest in WWE, Southern California indie wrestling, and cannabis. Yeah, that's right. I said cannabis. Check us out. Massive Buds Wrestling Show, mbwspod.com, or benviewnetwork.com, and of course on Apple Podcasts and all podcast services. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at benviewnetwork.com.